It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show, coming to you each and every day right here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Our social media handles for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at the Mike Prince Show. YouTube channel is Open Mic Broadcast Network, and our website, obnradio.com. Don't forget, you can always check in with us on our 24 hour dialing message line and without any further delay, we'll jump right into today's episode. Today's episode, of course, is made possible by Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Curry View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Diva Skin Conditioner, and Texas Farm Bill Insurance of Waller, Texas. Monday Night Football was a thriller. The Eagles under the leadership of Wentz, come from behind and pull off the overtime victory over the New York Giants, the rejuvenated New York Giants with Eli Manning. Of course, with that win, the Eagles are holding on to second place with a 6-7 and seven record. It's actually tied for second or first. Both teams are 6-7. and seven. They're chasing the Cowboys. A lot of people, you know, you know, having, you know, disgruntledness about the division. That sometimes it happens that way. If you're the top dog, you're the top dog. Six and seven, seven and nine, nine and seven. Doesn't matter. You still gotta play the games in front of you. But it, it just goes to show that everybody has a chance on any given in this case Sunday. In college is any given Saturday. But nonetheless, it is what it is. A lot of murmuring going on in the camp of Jag Nation. Some of them are still trying to get over this past weekend's loss to the Alcorn Braves. They're now 1-10 against the Braves under the leadership of Dawson Odoms. And it is always agonizing when you have such a strong desire to be the said program and for whatever reason the omen curse seems to pop up and deny you yet again makes one wonder what will be done what could be done to help the jag nation and coach dawson odoms get over that misery National Signing Day is December 18th, and it makes one wonder, how will the Panthers reload? Losing some key players, some significant key players. There is a dire need of a kicker. We're going to have to replenish quarterbacking, running backs, interior linemen. So it's a lot of moving pieces. And you don't have everything that you need as far as stability when you bring these recruits in as far as your coaching staff intact. And it makes one wonder how will the Panthers go about making the necessary changes for that. We'll see how it happens. We'll see how it unfolds. We'll keep a close eye on things. We're going to be hearing from Coach Sandy Pugh head basketball coach of the Prairie View A&M University Panthers, women's division. 
catch up with her. It's been a spell since we've last spoken. Get a feel for what's going on. Recap the Florida game, the one that got away. And talk about some of the new recruits and some of the future recruits who have already committed to become a part of the heel. So a lot of those things going on. And it had me thinking, I thought about Eli Manning on how he was able to redeem himself on last night, but he still came up short. And then the legacy and how the Mannings will be remembered. They are considered the ambassadors of quarterbacking in the NFL with their famous Manning quarterback camp. And with the hint of life and rejuvenation, what Eli played with on last night, makes you wonder, would he consider going to another program? We know that his stop at New York on the giant side of that coin, it's over with. And it makes one wonder, would Eli consider extending his career yet a little while longer? You know, he, he, he still can sling it. And I was thinking, what would be a good team for Eli Manning to officially fade out into the sunset with? And to me, the perfect match and to put a cap what has been a very productive career, some would argue if he's Hall of Fame material, not that remains to be seen. But wouldn't it be epic and even cool if Eli Manning were to end his career as an Indianapolis coach? The connection is already there, and I think it would be something that they would at least kick the tires on to say, hey, it is what it is. I just think that would be a pretty cool way to fade out, whether it's another year or two, however much time he has. But he looked pretty good throwing that ball on last night, connecting with the receivers, showing that, hey, I'm still got some giddy up in my pony. I think that would be pretty cool. Another thing that came across my mind, some of you already know I can feel it <laughs> right now. I'm going to think that I've fallen off the back of the cuckoo truck. But all the talk about the Patriots dynasty and, and could it be coming to an end, the latest accusations of filming the Browns, the Bengals game, and people are saying, well, you know, why would he have to? Why would the Patriots have to go and get some film on a one-win Cincinnati Bengal team? Why would they do that? Why would they even do that? And, of course, Belichick said, hey, I knew nothing about that. You know, I got a lot of other things to worry about. And I'm, I'm hearing all that. But maybe, just maybe, <laughs> this wasn't the first time. And maybe they were just doing business as usual. And maybe because there were hardly anyone in attendance at that game that they were even more noticeable this time. 
just maybe, you know, with the tainted background of the Patriots organization, you know, and they find a way to win, find a way to maximize the rules. I'm not going to even say that they cheat, but I think that's one organization that they invest the necessary funding for the resources to learn the insides and the outs of the rules, and they push it to the hill, which goes back. It's the system that Belichick has developed over time, which is what has made the Patriots the Patriots. And I'm saying all of that to say this. Yes, they have won six Super Bowl championships. And yes, Brady has been the orchestrator of those six championships. But I do not believe that Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. There are five quarterbacks that I can think right off the top of my head that I would consider to be better than Brady. They don't have the hardware that Brady has, but they're better than Brady. Joe Montana, John Elway, Peyton Manning, Dan Marino. I would even include Troy Aikman before I would consider that of a Tom Brady. Tom Brady is an excellent game manager who knows the Belichick system inside out. And if you really look at the big picture, which is part of the reason why he insisted that Garoppolo get out of town because he knew and understood, and when I say he, I'm talking about Brady, he knew and understood that Garoppolo was a younger version of what he brought to the table to fit into that Belichick system, and he knew that the handwriting would soon be on the wall, which is why Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers are able to do what they do. Garoppolo is an excellent game manager. He does what he has to do when he has to do it, but he does not have to literally carry the entire organization on his back. And he is showing that he is a starting quarterback in the NFL, but it also shows that when you get quarterbacks lined up in the right system, the right system, it could really be the difference between winning and losing. And I know some of you that are hearing this are thinking that I'm crazy. Tom Brady is a good quarterback, and I'll even say a great quarterback, but he is not the greatest quarterback of all time. I don't care that he's won six Super Bowl championships. He was a product of that system. You think about it. If you remove Tom Brady from that Belichick system, could he thrive anywhere else in the NFL? Could he have had the success anywhere else in the NFL? It is all about the system. It's the system that has made Tom Brady great. Not that Tom Brady has made the system great. 
if you look at the total orchestration of the New England Patriots since Bill Belichick has taken over that program, it is all about getting athletic, head-smart individuals who are going to follow the instructions. Simply put it, do your job. And that is what makes Tom Grady successful. I know that some of you are going to argue me to the point, and that's what makes sport talk. Sport talk. Bring it on, and we can talk about it. You know the number, 713-570-6736. I kind of deviated from today's episode. I figured I can get that in right now. We're still mounting up. The FCS playoffs will be coming this weekend. It'll be a break between the Celebration Bowl. We'll get some more information in on that with the matchups that are coming up this weekend. And we'll keep things coming as basketball continues to develop throughout the Southwest Athletic Conference. I am going to exit stage left for now. As always, we thank you guys for joining in with us. Thank you for being a part of our network. Don't forget you can visit that website at obnradio.com and the YouTube channel at Open Mic Broadcast Network. My time is far spent for now, and I must exit stage left. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, and until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.